Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We thank you for the new listeners. We send up a special prayer to my cousin, Walter Bradley III, who needed surgery after his fall. We pray for a quick recovery. We pray the blood of Jesus over deafness. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the Almighty, Jesus Christ, amen. My friends, it is my desire that everyone be saved. Yet, I also know that the reality of that happening is impossible. Why? Because of the words of Jesus in John 5, verses 19 through 30, as he responded to the religious leaders who looked to kill him because he healed someone on the Sabbath and he made himself equal to God. In John 5, verse 24, Jesus teaches, Most assuredly, I say to you, He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death unto life. My brothers and sisters, in Jesus' time, the Jews looked for the Messiah to come, and yet, when he came on the scene, they did not recognize him. They placed their concept of the Messiah in a box, and anything outside that box could not possibly be the Messiah. The Messiah, according to the religious leaders, would never break the Sabbath by healing someone, and moreover, they could not see the connection between the Messiah and the one who sent him. Folks, everyone has their own concept of who Jesus is, except those who belong to him. We know who he is. Jesus gives four reasons to support his claim of equality with God. Number one, the Son acts precisely like the Father, which he states in John 5:19. It says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son does in like manner. The second claim of Jesus being equal to God is that the Father shows the Son his plans. Verse 20 proclaims, For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. My comrades for Christ, let me throw in a sidebar. When modern religious leaders open their mouths and claim that God has told them the day that Jesus is coming back, and when it doesn't happen, I'd love to be the first in line to call them out. My friends, God shares his plans with the Son. He is under no obligation to share them with mankind. The third claim of Jesus, being equal to God, is that the Son, like the Father, has power to give life. Verse 21 says, For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. My Christian friends, there's nothing more important in the world than to know if you have life in Jesus Christ. Did you go to a prestigious school? It doesn't matter. Do you have a high-paying job? It doesn't matter. Do you live in the most sought-after neighborhood? 
that doesn't matter. Do you drive the finest car? Doesn't matter at all. All of these things that don't matter will one day be gone forever. But what you will have is this, eternal life or eternal death. As much as I would love for everyone to choose eternal life, some will not make a choice at all. And my friends, no choice is a choice. The fourth claim of Jesus, being equal with God, is the Son has been given authority for judgment by the Father. Verse 22 says, For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son. Folks, verse 23 is the reason all will not be saved. It reads that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. My friends, this was the problem with religious leaders in Jesus' day, and this is the problem with mankind today. They did not and do not honor the Son. The Jews believed in one God. Jesus and the Holy Spirit are not part of the equation. Christians believe in God in three persons, separate but equally God. Non-believers believe that there are many ways to God, yet do not follow His predetermined plan, so they create roads that they believe lead to God, but in reality do not. John 3 and 18 confirms, He who believes in Him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. My comrades, when this verse is ignored because of unbelief, it seals the fate of the unbeliever. God has given Jesus the authority over life and judgment. I'm not sure if most folks realize the implications of that statement. Which brings me back to verse 24. Jesus outlines what has happened and also what will happen. First, you must hear the word of God. My friends, that's why Great Ministries was birthed, so that you can hear the word of God. Next, you must believe in the one who sent Jesus. Sadly, there are many who do not believe in the existence of God, and they will be in for a rude awakening when they wake up from death condemned forever. Next, Jesus teaches that your belief now grants you everlasting life. Then, Jesus issues a promise. You will not come into judgment, and you shall not see a spiritual death. But you, like Jesus, will be raised from the dead on that great day and live forever. My Christian comrades, that's why it's important that you share your faith with the unsaved. And if you can't share your faith, share the Great Ministries link. If just one person is saved because of this online ministry, then it will be a success. By sharing, you may never know the impact on the unsaved. My brothers and sisters, I believe that John 5.24 is on equal footing with John 3.16, as they are both the gospel in a single verse. When we move to verse 25, Jesus says these words, Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and is now, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. My friends, the phrase, the hour is coming, and is now, is a unique expression in the Gospel of John that conveys both future expectation and present reality. 
The future expectation is based on the present reality of how mankind would hear the words of Jesus. When we accept the Lord as Savior now, our future is secure. My friends, your spiritual future is based on your spiritual present. The words of Jesus in verse 26 confirm that just as God is self-sustaining, so is Jesus. Without my parents, I would not be here. Without the environment created for me, I couldn't stay here. But the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are all self-sustaining. They do not have someone who gave them life, nor do they have someone who keeps them alive. In verse 27, Jesus proclaims that the Father has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. The title Son of Man is the favorite of Jesus. As he pointed out, his humanity. Notice in verse 25, he is the son of God, the one who is given authority for life. In verse 27, he is the son of man, given authority to judge because he lived as a human yet did not sin. In verses 28 and 29, Jesus switches to the physical resurrection and the concept of two resurrections, one for the righteous and one for the wicked. Listen to what he says. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. My Christian friends, John 5:28 and 29 expressly teaches that those in the first resurrection, the saved saints of God, will inherit eternal life. And it is based on the choice we make right now. Those who believe in multiple ways to heaven spread evil lies and will be rewarded for their evil. Jesus concludes this discourse in verse 30 by stating that his will is to do the will of the Father. But there is more to this verse. It says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Now remember, this entire conversation was directed at the Jewish leaders who wanted to kill Jesus for blasphemy. So his statements in verse 30, By myself, I can do nothing. I judge. I hear. My judgment. I seek. Who sent me. These statements set Jesus up for the scrutiny of the leaders. Anything that he claimed to be was on the table. My friends, everything that he claims to be is still on the table. You can choose if you want to believe that he will call you back from the dead. You can choose to believe that he will raise you from your burial place. You can choose to believe that you will spend eternity with him. Or you can choose not to believe a word that he spoke. One thing is for certain, you will die you will be buried, and you will be resurrected. Will you choose to be resurrected with Jesus today? If you are ready to surrender your life to Jesus today, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I accept your invitation of salvation from your Son, Jesus Christ. I repent of my sins, and I give my life back to the one who gave me life. In the name of the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, 
Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and especially the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.